Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. I'm here with a, an old friend of mine I've not seen in how long? 2002. The towers were up last time I think I saw you. Is that true? I think, no, they were coming no. down at the end of the conversation. There was, no, <laughs> there's no way the towers were up. No, no, no. There's no way. 2016, 18, yeah. 18, 18. I don't know. I haven't seen you in a minute, but we were very close and we had a lot of fun. Yes, so in much New fun. York City. Yeah. I'm so happy we're still friends. Yes. I'm we're and it's good. Mm -hmm. Things are good. Mm -hmm. Friendships are hard. Yes. But I had a phone number of yours for three years. I've been texting you. <laughs> three years I've been texting you. Still not getting back to me, Tim, just to find out that it wasn't your number. It was not mine. And I was consistently being like, Oh, if you're not texting me back, I'm gonna keep texting you more. Right. Tim, and just being like, all right, you piece of shit. Wait till I see you. Yeah. And then Mike Feeney was like, dude, no, that's not his phone number. Yeah, no, I would have I would have texted you back. And you have a kid now and a wife, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're a very funny comedian, Greg yeah. Stone. Well, thanks. Those right. of you who don't know. Yeah. And it's good, it's good to see you. You look great. Thanks. You know? Pre diabetic. I lost 13 pounds. 13. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm hiring a trainer. I'm trying to go in that direction. Yeah? Yeah. You should get Rogan. Rogan will do it. Um I'm train you. I'm scared. <laughs> Get that God. That will guy. severely damage our relationship. <laughs> if I if he has to, if I have to be accountable to him, yeah. that'll be the end. Why? Because he doesn't fuck around with that. He doesn't kid around. Like that's he's serious. But that's and what I'm, you want. Yeah, I know. That's what you want. I want I want a trainer who's like, yes, but I also realize you are <laughs> there's other things you got going on. Yeah. Like I want that kind of trainer. Mm -hmm. I want a trainer who's like, you're gonna fucking get ready. But also <laughs> But also, you've Later. got you have a full plate. Mm -hmm. This new movie, did you see Bros? I don't even understand. I missed everything. I don't even understand what it is. I, I was told that I'm not allowed to see it because I'm straight. I don't even. I didn't know it was a gay movie. It's a gay movie. It's a gay rom com. And oh, it, so what happened? It, it bombed. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Billy Eichner. Mm -hmm. It's someone else. I don't know. Uh, they tried to do. They tried to do a movie about just dudes fucking. Okay. And America did not come. And I, I don't think it's that America's homophobic because the birdcage did 185 right. million worldwide. Brokeback Mountain was huge. But this movie, for whatever reason, has done 4.8 million opening for bros is so low that it also means many LGBTQ viewers didn't show up. Because everyone's gay now. <laughs> yeah. You can't blame straight people because if you go on the internet, everyone's kind of gay. Mm -hmm. If you look at their bios. So they also didn't do see this movie. I didn't even know in there. In, I didn't even know what it was or existed. <laughs> it was called Bros. I thought it was about bro dudes. I didn't know it was about gay guys. It's about a gay guy who's a podcaster. It's a, about it's a, a podcaster. That's why no one went. Yeah, it's about a podcaster and an, and a dude who's kind of like a a jock. And they meet up, and they're not releasing it in the Middle East because there's graphic sex scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some know. graphic. Here's the thing with a movie like this. It's got to be so funny. Mm -hmm. A movie like this has got to be so funny that you have to be the, sh you know, the dude mm -hmm. to suggest it to your other friends mm -hmm. and not seem gay. Right. So the movie has to be so good that you have to go, guys, you know, because yeah. it'll never be easy to do. I tell you, you bring someone. I yeah. go, we got to go see bros. Right. There's not a laugh, and it's just men fucking. Yes. Your friends go, well, now we've learned. <laughs> yeah, now gay. we've learned something about you. You've come out. This is, thanks for telling us. What you have to do with this, because it, it would start where it's like, you would you would literally have to be like, hey, man, you know, it's, maybe, maybe we'll go see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a bunch of dudes, and they're like, <laughs> they're all sitting there, and you got to go, hey, man, like, uh, 
I don't know what's out, you know. Uh, uh, maybe uh, there's something. Uh, what about bros? And they, one of them's going to go, isn't that the gay movie? That's your moment. That's your moment. You have to hit them with bullet points. You have to be like, no, 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 no. They're like, dude, aren't they sucking each other off for two hours? Go, no, 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 no. It's it's so funny. And you know, Steve Martin's in it or whoever. Like, you got to have so much star power in that one movie. You yeah. have to be like, dude, did you see the trailer? It's fucking hilarious. Look at the trailer. Like, it has to be so aggressively good. So funny. So funny. Just to get through. You have to actually, you'd be like, or you have to like fuck a girl in the theater yeah. as you're watching it. Like, yeah. oh, this is cool too. You got to be like, listen, I was fucking my bitch the other night and you know what she wanted to go see? This movie, Bros. Yeah. yeah. And now she's left town, but I figure we're all together. Right. I'm here. We're here. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll go see Bros. And and the the thing is, it's really, so they've spent an estimated 30 to 40 million to promote Bros. Because it's everywhere. If you look. I haven't even. I know. It's hard now. On. It's, you haven't even seen any of it. I saw one sign that said bros, and it was two guys. And you know what I thought the movie honestly was about? I thought it was about straight guys pretending to be gay or something. I was like, oh, are they doing this in 2006? <laughs> like, we didn't hear about the Me Too movement like, kind of shit. real, like, unwoke. Like, yes, two dudes that's what were I thought just like, it was. It's like the Sandler movie. What was it called? Adam Sandler, that movie where they pretended to get married. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> and it yeah. was like, who was it? It was Kevin James, yeah, right? Kevin James Sandler. And they pretended to be... They pretend to be because he wanted to bang. What's her name? With the great ass. Sorry. Yeah. I'm about to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's my show. You're allowed to say anything you want. What's her name? Anyway, Justin Timberlake's ex-wife. Jessica or, Biel. Yeah. So it's they pretended to be gay. And they were firemen. Yeah, they were firemen. Firemen can't be gay. So we were thinking, like, I was I was wondering, it's like the marketing in this, number one, the, the thing bros right there, B-R-O-S with the thing. Like this, you have to market this very differently. Right. This cannot be marketed as like, hey, everybody, it's a gay movie. Mm -hmm. You have to market this as a fucking hilarious movie mm -hmm. where guys fuck in it. Like, there's graphic sex in it. Yeah. Dude, sex. And it's got to be so over the top. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, sex can be really funny, but it's got to be really over the top. What's it about? Is it just so, gay uh, sex? We'll, we'll try to get the... Because uh, gay sex. Right. No, I, I think it's a, it's about... Are they brothers who are gay? <laughs> that might gay be a problem. <laughs> it's about... Here, hold on. Go, go back for a second. Bobby, a neurotic podcast host who's happy to go on Tinder dates and content not to have a serious relationship. That all changes mm. when he meets Aaron, an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides. If you go see this, you are gay. Right. You're coming out. Sure. Like, the description of that, if you're paying money to see that movie, you're gay. I tell you, they call it the gay movie or the, yeah. you're the gay test. Yeah. Making more money. Yeah. Bros was a bad name. No, this is... This, this is you're a gay movie. If this was like any other... Type of movie. Yeah. Where it's a guy like me uh -huh. who's a garbage man <laughs> in Staten Island and who has to tell his fat wife he sucks cock. Yeah. And she's throwing shit at him and calling him. And she's like, you're a faggot. Yeah. That's a movie people watch mm -hmm. because they go. And then you can sneak in some disgusting, you know, not that gay sex is disgusting, but I mean, like, it should be in a comedy. Right. Gay sex in a comedy should be funny. Sure. Just like straight sex in a rom-com should be funny. Yes. Like, it shouldn't be, like, hot. 
No. I think any sex in a comedy should be kind of like, what's going on? I would argue this, though. I would argue yes. that if you're going to put a sex scene in, you they've yet to do this, put in a real, super hardcore yeah. fuck scene into a comedy. I'm think, saying, come th on your face. I think this is that. Really? They, supposedly, see this. it's <laughs> we're gonna, Yeah. I think it's so graphic that really? people, gay people aren't going to watch it because <laughs> they're turned off this by how, for me. how graphic, gay it, your gay voice is a gay <laughs> Latino. Like, it's too gay for me, Poppy. It's too gay for me, Poppy. That's too gay for me. <laughs> it's so much fucking, apparently, right. and I don't know because Billy Eichner's come out and said, listen, you're all homophobic. You didn't go to see. It. Now here's the thing: respect to Billy Eichner. You're not a big celebrity. Sure. You did a Billy on the street. It's to show people watching taxis. <laughs> he, you, what does he do? Right? He runs around and he's like, "Doesn't isn't this his show?" He's like, "Hey, I'm on the street, everybody, and who are you?" I and don't like it. I, it's very mean. He's a mean guy. He, he walks down the street and he says, "Hey, I don't like your hair." And they go, "What?" And he goes, "You're a bitch." And he leaves. And I'm like, "This is not a show." Wait, it's like a show that legitimizes hate crimes. Yes. You go, "Oh, you punched that gay guy." <laughs> he. <laughs> Yeah, that's all the whole show is, is he chases people yeah. on the street. and I mean, he, you answer fast. Yeah, he goes, what's going on with you? You know, right. and you're you're like, I, I don't know. Mm. What are the three branches of government? You're like, I, I don't really know. Like, yeah. he's like, all right, you ignorant pig. And then he just runs away. <laughs> and so he's the guy. So listen, this. let me read a review here. This is not a movie for teens of any age. It's basically softcore porn. of any age. Teens of any yeah, age cannot see that. Well, Euphoria, <laughs> which is the biggest show on oh. TV. Fucking great. And it's a great show. Yeah. I love that. I've always wanted to be in that mm -hmm. as some unimportant I'll edit you in. thing. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, why don't just I? Just edit me in. We'll just do some scenes and I'll put you in it. <laughs> now you're in it. <laughs> I've always wanted to, just so I could like stand next to Jacob yeah. Alordi and just be like, it's another day on the, you know, it's another day for guys like us. You know, just something yeah. stupid. But it's softcore porn, right? Yeah, it's yes. a very like... So now this goes, it's not a movie for somebody, by the way, brought their teens to bros mm -hmm. and is very, very angry about this. Mm -hmm. Some parent mm -hmm. said, we're going to bros. I don't know how that happened. They walked in and they're like, yeah. we're going to bros. Yeah. This is not a movie for teens of any age. It's basically softcore porn. Why would you let a, your 16-year-old watch a movie with fairly graphic orgies, gay or straight, our standards for what is considered appropriate entertainment for teens has reached a new low. I don't know if this was marketed to teens. And then the next person under goes, hilarious and raunchy. <laughs> I'm going to go see this movie and see if I get some lift. This is very exciting for me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know how graphic it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you this. After you get married, yeah. every, you become gay. You become everything. <laughs> I am, I am, it's like prison. You know, yeah. if we go to prison, you have to, you know, right. I will fuck anything. Yeah. And I'll do, and, and I watch right. these things. I try to test myself to yeah. see where I can go sexually, what I can watch. I'm going to go to this movie just, and I'm going to try to jerk off. Yeah. I, see what happens. I so. love this article. It goes, bros review, Billy Eigner won't play nice for the straights. <laughs> it's like, why is everything so angry? I know. It's annoying. It's like, why is everything so just make a really funny movie and sneak some graphic right. sex into it? Mm -hmm. I knew when I would try to get my friends to watch gay stuff, mm -hmm. it always had to have something else going what's on. What's gay stuff? Give me a hint. Like a movie. Like a, what's a gay movie? <sighs> just give me, I need a- Trying to think of a good uh, gay movie. Birdcage. <sighs> yeah. Brilliant. Right. Nichols and May, one of the funniest scripts ever written. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You easily go, dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's actually really funny. Yeah. Okay? You know, uh, Twilight is gay. 
Very gay, very it's, good. It, yeah, but it's, you know, it's the guy with the shirt off. It's like, yeah. you gotta have some other, you gotta have like, yeah, but there's a hot chick in it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of, you gotta target the market of closeted people. Yes. They wanna see the movie. Yes. Closeted people wanna go to see the movie. Some of them are gonna go see it alone. It's a gay movie with a different hook. It's a different hook. You right. gotta be able to, because there's guys, someone's gotta be able to sit through this movie mm-hmm. fully erect mm-hmm. and walk out a straight man with their friends. <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, you failed as a producer. Here's what I do I open a business, I open yeah. a theater where the theater, our whole vibe is, we tell you every movie sold out except the gay movie. So you go, hey, let's go see the new Transformers. Interesting. Right? You walk up, you go, two, three, four for Transformers, and yeah. they go, sorry. Yeah. All we have is uh, raping ass sex for four hours. <laughs> We've got and you go, well, we already paid for the Uber, and yeah. now you're in. We, now you're in. Right. Well, I want to see the lesbian version of this. Right. The lesbian version of this, where I don't know what they would call Like, how extreme is it going to get? They just call it dykes. <laughs> And it's just two women on, like, a farm in Wisconsin just eating each other's pussies for two hours. Yeah. And, again, I understand America's homophobic. People say homophobic shit about me all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the least bad of what they say about me. But I understand that the country's homophobic, but you got to see it as a challenge. Mm -hmm. Just work around it. Right. Just work around it. But also, like... Yeah, okay, the country's homophobic. But the major markets aren't. They're not. New York, L.A., Homophobia is not the reason for this failure. That's what I agree. The reason for this failure is it's probably not funny. Yeah. Sorry. Can we watch a trailer on this or will we get totally fucked? Like, I mean, I don't mean, like, we can watch a trailer, right? Why are you looking at me? I'm a guest. I don't know. Let me throw this at you. (laughs) You also have to understand that if they would have marketed as there's all this gay sex scenes, you're also going to get the bros who are like, yo, dude, let's go watch that gay movie. Yes. I mean, those guys are going to go see it as a bit, you know, because they think that's funny. You have to allow them space to ironically go see this bro movie. Let's hear it. Let's watch this. Hey, guys, it's Bobby Lieber coming to you from the future home of the LGBTQ plus museum. See, already I'm out. They're talking about the LGBTQ museum. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week. Bisexual Awareness Week. has acknowledged it. Lesbian History Month was in March. Nobody said a goddamn thing. Of course, lesbians get a month and we get a week. So what's happening? Didn't you it's his appetite, too. I mean, he's great. I do love I mean, he's done great stuff. Thrupple situation. You're in a thrupple? Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I love my independence. That's kind of sad. That I don't want to be in a thrupple? I don't even want to be in a couple. Bobby, I had sex with that 65-year-old. Jesus, he's ripped. I know. It's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not it. Right. You know, when you a line like that, it's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. Yeah. That's not it. Okay, you know how you can... good comedies were like 10 years yeah, ago? Yeah, I mean. Like yeah. Will Ferrell, the fucking, those like movies, the Adam McKay, that genre was like, dude, that shit was so, fu- uh, we're done. You could have snuck in hardcore anal into Step Brothers. No one would have cared. I would have, I would have loved it. It would have been fine. Yeah. Because it was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. You put a, a fisting scene in the middle of Tommy Boy, fine. I, I'll say this. I'll throw this out to your fans. Edit a hardcore sex scene into Step Brothers. Right. And let's see if it makes it better. Yeah. I guarantee it does. Right. I guarantee it. Just I'll Mary Steenberg and get, getting plowed. <laughs> the middle of them. Yeah. Yeah. The two brothers. Right bros. It's about Step Bros and they're fucking. Re-edit Step yeah. Bros. Line through Step and just edit 
hot sex between Will Ferrell yeah. and Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's his name? Uh, uh, John, John C. Riley. Yeah, that Philip Hoffman has <laughs> died of heroin overdose. Well, that'll happen. Very sad. Very sad. This is what happens. <laughs> well, the, my, my old feeling on the whole thing is I hate blaming homophobia. Mm-hmm. I think you just got to do better shit. Right. But I also understand that, like, there is, that's real to a degree where sure. people just go, yeah, it's hard for a dude to suggest to his buddies, let's go see bros. Ah, it's not just my a, people. My not your people. Would've... But we got to think about, like, first of all, the title. Right. The title. Right. Bros is stupid. It's, it's a, a title. dumb title because some guy's got to say to a guy in a pickup truck, you want to just go see bros? <laughs> it's the worst title. I think so defeated. It's like, so bad. Those two guys in the truck have had a day already, and yeah. they're just going, I mean, none of this is working out. Yeah. Let's just go see bros. Let's go see bros. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to see that guy suck off that other guy? Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a wild moment. You, you call it gay sex, you're getting more views, I think, honestly. Yeah. I think they didn't go. They didn't go far enough. Yeah, they didn't maybe. go far enough. I think they went too medium. That whole trailer was medium. Right. They go pull back or go all in. Or go all in. All in. Yeah. All in. I'm in. Yeah. Which just or it's eyes wide shut it's, with Billy Eichner, the most annoying person on television. He's blacks. the most. People do not react to him the way he thinks people react to him. With all due respect. All due respect. Like he doesn't. He doesn't come off like a fun. Guy you want to spend two hours with. No, he, he hates me. I don't even know him. He, I know he hates me. I think he blocked me on Twitter. I'm not sure, but he hates, like, so a lot of people in that movie are not fans of mine because it's like, I get it, whatever, you know. I be One of them called me a pet homosexual once because I was just friends with Rogan and them. What does that mean, a pet? It means, like, I'm friends with straight people. Let me say this, though. Yeah. These guys. I don't yeah. Want, maybe this is disrespectful. Yep. 99% of the time, I forget you're gay. That's true. Not in like whatever, but, but they you're would not- say they would say that I'm doing the wrong thing because they would say that I'm trying to assimilate into the straight world instead of walking around spitting cum at people <laughs> every day. That's right. what that's what they would say instead of me. Because for me, it would be weirder if I went harder at the gay. Like, w- that would be just as disingenuous. Right. If I got on stage, I was like, hey, bitch, right. stop it. Like, that would be strange. And I would argue, too, that I want to just, I forget you're gay in the way I bet people forget I'm Italian. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a giant part of my life. Yeah. But there's just so much. You don't much- walk around with full-blooded Italian shirts. No. You don't talk about the mother country. <laughs> no, it's no. It's just not, you've got other things going got on. other things going on, man. Yeah. But that's a great example because it, both gay people and Italians have become insufferable in similar ways. And equally greasy. And equally Sweaty. kind of greasy. And they have a, they, they fuse in many ways. But it's just, it's having real pride. Like if you ever listen to an Italian from Long Island, they'll tell you that they've been discriminated against <laughs> worse than anyone. It's like, yeah, no, but every movie is about, you guys love the mafia. We love it. You love it. We love you being a cartoon. You can't disown it. And you can't walk away from it. Like, gay people love promiscuity. They love the idea that they're always fucking. Then you can't get mad if people then mm-hmm. associate you with that. Italian people love being a cartoon. And right. we are a cartoon. And we lean into being a cartoon. That's right. It is a while. It is a, we, you, hey, you call me, hey, we fucking scream across the street. We love being Super Mario. But then in someone else, we call the league. We call the, you know, the Anti-Defamation League. Yeah. Are you actually familiar with why the Anti-Defamation League was started? I have no idea. The Anti-Defamation League is, was, when people would use shit on Italians, you call them. They were they were created to tell to let people know that the mob doesn't exist. They were created by the mob to discredit people who went after the mob. Is that true? Yes. Yes. The mob created the league 
so that when people said Italian during the mafia, they would sue them. That's like a lot of pedophiles created something called the false memory syndrome, like the false memory foundation. Like a lot of kids were being like, we were abused. And then ah. the, the false memory syndrome foundation was like, actually, these are memories that were implanted in their head by a psychologist. And that was created by pedophiles? There was this guy from the CIA on the board of like the false memory syndrome foundation. Oh so my it's very God. weird. It's funny. It's like Italians starting the ADL to just tell people, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't hey, worry you're it. talking shit, but it's not even real. Right. This thing you're mad at doesn't exist. Such it's a so stupid. Idiots. Yeah. Also, bros, black screen. The trailer should have been full black screen. Yeah. Cut to 69ing. Right. Just a full 69. Yes. And then people would see that movie. I would and go. And then it just says, see it, faggot. <laughs> bros, we've had enough. You make that trailer. Yeah. People go see that movie. Yeah, but that's people do get mad. You know, there are people that say to me, like, you you assimilate into, and, and you say to yourself, you're like, what are you supposed to do? What right. are you supposed, what, what would you, because you remember me in New York City. I had jokes about being gay, but it mm -hmm. wasn't 10 of them. Right. I had one or two of them. Right. And they were fun. You know, one of them was about killing myself on the George Washington Bridge. Right. I had a bit about ice cream. Yeah. You know, it was, but it wasn't like this every single thing. Right. Right. Like, there are comics now where it's like they get on stage and they're like, so I'm queer, and the audience will clap, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But it's weird to me because it's like, what is this? What's the next level? What's yes. the deeperness of it? Great, you're gay, but give me the, like, I was hoping right. with this movie it was like, it was going to open my eyes to some shit I didn't know about. But I watched that as a straight man. I go, yeah, I get it. I see. Yes, yeah, so you're it. neurotic and annoying. I get it. I know a woman who's like a Pakistani lesbian. And you know what it all comes down to? She likes hats. She just wears baseball hats. You'd think being a lesbian with that background would have like a fat, should be a fascinating person. Yeah. She just loves putting on hats. <laughs> she loves sneakers. She's a hype beast. There's no difference between her sure. and a 15-year-old who's waiting outside to get a new pair of shoes that are dropping. There's nothing wrong with that, sure. but it's like not everybody's thing doesn't come from their, like, life experience. Right. No, I get it. Like, being Italian has meant what to you? I mean, it's the food, it's the culture. No, but there was a distinct thing in my career where I went, I'm Greg Corluzzo, I'm from New Jersey. Is that true? Yeah, my stone is Bef my mom's name. Corluzzo is my dad's name. So you were Greg Corluzzo before you became Greg Stone? Yep, and my first joke was, did you eat, did you eat, jeet, jeet? And I went, Greg, if you go this road, if you continue to do this joke, you will be the Italian comedian from New Jersey. Can you tell the joke? And you, yeah. Oh, no. No, please. Oh, it's so you have to tell oh. Greg Carluzzo. Oh. You have to tell the joke. The joke was, so it's so bad. It's not a good joke. It's okay. But it's not. It's, That's why I'm asking you to tell so it. We're, it's like, so we're Italian, right? Italian people, we like to take, it's like we, every word is, it's like, oh, every sentence is one word. So you go, jeet, jeet, jeet. I would call my dad. I go, what does it mean? And he just slow it down and go, jeet, jeet, did you eat? It was like a bunch of that shit. Okay. I, I am, I am going to kill myself for saying this out loud. <laughs> I buried that person. But you, you were Greg Carluzzo. Did you dress differently? No, I mean, I used to wear, no, I, but I knew, I wouldn't do this. Yeah, I wore a tracksuit. Okay. I'm you wore it in the beginning? No, 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 I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, but like. I knew that if I kept doing these Jersey gigs, I was doing a lot of fucking weddings. I was doing That's a lot right. of like VFWs. I went, you are going to make a lot of money. These people love what you're doing. You know, I did, you're Italian. You get, you get the polio container in your freezer. Every, all the references, they fucking loved it. And I went, you, you got to be better than this. Yeah. And, I, and I buried Greg Carluzzo. When I started in Long Island, you can only imagine yeah, the know. amount of people that were Greg Carluzzo. Yes. 
I'm talking about 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids were Greg Carluzzo. Like, yeah. they were like, hey, how you doing? They get on stage, they be like, hey, baby. Uh, it was so gross. I mean, I did a, a party once, a private party, mm -hmm. where I got up and I, I, it was for Bridges, which is the school where, like, Billy Joel's kids went. Okay. It's a private school, and it was in Islip, and it was in a nice backyard in Long Island. And there was, like, a John Travolta impersonator who told me, he goes, yeah, I used to do comedy. It's what I do now. And he got on stage, you know, had the white outfit, and he was doing Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. And he's like, come on, Grandma. Like, he tried to get the old lady up. He goes, come on, Grandma, let's go. Yeah. And the old woman is kind of going back and forth. And you could see him. He's, like, really in it. And he's doing it. Doo -doo -doo -doo. And he's like, and you could just see, like, the pain mm -hmm. that was buried so behind his eyes. And I'm like, well, it makes sense because it's not that much of a leap right. from Greg Carluzzo. No. Oh. To if you're gonna be that guy, you then it's like, well, why wouldn't I mm -hmm. put on a leather white leather outfit and dance in someone's backyard to a movie that came out 30 years ago? 30 years ago. That's the thing too. He's probably still doing Travolta and like it's like these Trump guys, yeah, who are probably they're still out there doing Trump impressions. And it's, it's still like there in 15 years, they're still doing Trump impressions. I knew a guy up recently who was doing Bush. Yeah. Still doing George, like Trump, I think, still fine. He's still sure. out there. I knew guys doing Bush, mm -hmm. like, recently. Wow. In fact, I did, a, a, and listen, this comedian's a legend. I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, and everyone's going to be like, no, you're not. You're selling out. This is how it happened. You're a fucking god. <laughs> uh, no, but he's a fucking legend. He's an old Jewish guy, Ra something. He had the first HBO special. I'm literally blanking on his name. Uh, this guy? From Larry Not David? Richard Lewis. No, another, but another guy. I, it's nice that you got it, though. Yeah. No, I know what you, where you're going. Rob? Klein? Yes. Robert Klein. And he did, and he's you know, a guy was a killer, yeah. but he did, I did a gig at Caroline's, and he was doing kind of Clinton Lewinsky jokes. And we're mm. talking sure. 2015, 2016, yeah. because it was just like, and you know, mm -hmm. and it's, that shit happens. Dude, I, I saw a guy, it's Scotty's Steakhouse. Tell people about, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to shit on the sure. thing of Scotty's Steakhouse. Tell people about Scotty's Steakhouse and Comedy Cove. Well, this is, well, I will tell you the comedian I saw there. Yeah. I want to say maybe 2015. And shout out to Scotty's Steakhouse. Shout out to Scotty's I'll Steakhouse. be back there in a few years. It's what happens. Yeah, on it's the fine. way up, on the way down. I've never been there, but I'll be back there Nothing somehow. like when someone gives you a menu at a comedy club and goes, you can't order these things. Yeah, it just, they, they're just keeping you. No meat. No meat. <laughs> You can enjoy yourself with some penne. To an extent. We're watching our money. Yeah. We're watching the bottom line. Yeah. Don't get cute. Um, and the comedian did. He goes, nah, gone did. He starts doing Ross Perot. And I watched. <laughs> he goes, nah, gone did. And he was like, can't, can't, can't do it. And I'm, I'm going, what the fuck? Ross Perot. And I pull out the feature. I'm like, we got to Google this. I went, this is 30 years? Ross Perot? Yeah. I see this kid in the crowd going. Yeah, people didn't know who Ross at? Perot was then. People don't, yes. Yeah, yeah like it was hard then. Yeah. Audiences would be like, what's going on? Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Is that Ross Perot or Bush One? I guess it's Ross Perot. No, wait. Ross Perot was. Here's the deal. Say, no. Right. Because Bush. Here's the deal. It sounds, not going to do That sounds like Dana Carvey's Bush One. I think you're right. And I can't remember how the fuck. What There's was the a pro whole subterranean. Yeah. What? Continue. There's a Sorry. whole subterranean level of comedy that people don't understand. And it's birthday parties, mm. bachelorette parties. There's a site called Gig Masters where. Gig Masters? Yeah. You put your oh. stuff up there and you can, people will hire you. 
Oh, go, right. we want a comedian. That's where I'll be. And it's week. not a comedy club. It's not a theater. You show up to a house. I did one of these gigs where we, the whole gig was we had to pretend to be a band and then start telling jokes. And uh, it was in Lodi, New Jersey. And there was this one-armed crackhead who ran a recovery comedy company that I used to work for. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you'd be perfect for this. And I go, why? He goes, you can go with the flow. And we got in a car and we went there. We had to pretend to be this bad band. And then the whole bit was, oh, we're not a band. We're, we're actually comedians. Let me tell you how badly that flopped. Let me tell you how no one was interested at all yeah. in the fact that we weren't a band yeah. at all. And then we had to, after that, didn't land. We had to go, okay, well, now we're doing the comedy show. And then somebody had to get up and go, hey, everybody, remember That's that? like saying you're a steakhouse. Yes. And then being like, oh, just kidding, we're vegan. Right. But it's like, we have a lot of people who came here for some steak. Right. You know, it's a band. I'm yeah. excited for a band. Oh, but now you're a shitty comedian. Oh, everybody wanted the band. Yeah. People were so excited when the band was setting up. <laughs> nobody wanted- got to play? Nobody wants, like, <laughs> comedy. Everybody's like, are you doing Sweet Caroline? Like, we were taking requests. <laughs> people were shouting requests, going, hey, you're going to do this one? They were like, oh, great, it's, it's got a band. The look on their faces when we start, because we got to remember, one guy has one arm. Right. Wait. He's got one arm that he lost. He said he lost it in Vietnam, but he didn't. He lost it shooting up. Sure. And me, Mm -hmm. and then these two other, one guy who had a little bit of a career but didn't and, like, said something crazy in the car. Like, comics will say crazy shit. Like he said, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, John Stewart's got all he's got, but can he do Biloxi, Mississippi? <laughs> and you go, yeah, I'm sure, by the way, I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could fill it. Sure. And what, who cares? Why would he want to? Comedians have these crazy ways of justifying whatever they've, you know? And we we go there and this guy's also, his bit was that he was he does a Chinese accent, but he's not. Mm-hmm. So, I know that comedian. So he does half the act. He goes, oh, and then in the middle of it, he goes, stop fucking around. I'm really not Chinese. I. You know that. I know that man, and I worked with him at Scotty Steakhouse. And does he, it's still the thing, right? I mean, I saw him maybe seven years ago, and he did it in a time when it should not have been done. Right. He goes up there, and he goes, why? Like, he pretends to fully be Lord, Chinese. Yeah. He goes, young, young, yum, yum. I have a horrible thing. Yes. No, and, he Wang goes, jing, yang, yama. and he goes, and there's nervous laughter. Why did you say it that the whole time? And the right. guy, yes. Oh, wait a minute. Are you saying this is a white guy? And does an Asian joke. No, no. This he's is, an Asian guy? He's con- I don't know. It's kind of, it's... Ambiguous. It's ambiguous. He's kind know. of, a- no, he's Asian. Okay, I don't know. I know another guy who does something else. He's Wait, a white guy. You know a white guy? Yeah. Who does a Chinese accent and then says, oh, no, I'm not. So, no, because my, my memory's fucked and I'm an idiot. He does an entire joke where he's just doing this Chinese accent. Right. And then the twist is that... You know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. I don't know what the fuck happened there. <laughs> Whatever it was, maybe he pretends to be Irish. It was probably wrong. It was probably it was bad. It was bad. But he's doing a Chinese. I know there's a white guy out there doing a Chinese accent that is wild. Yeah, no, it's it, it's the things we used to see in Long Island, like yeah. the, the levels of inappropriate. Like I listen, I hate all the like people that are too woke and too you know. Sure. But the things we saw, right? The levels of racism <clears throat> and comedy that I that's why I don't get like when people. Like, a lot of people that I know in L.A. be like, this is so inappropriate. I'm like, you have no idea. You've never seen it. You have no idea you what's what out there. You don't know what I've seen. You don't know what's out there. 
You don't know what people will get on a stage and do. You've never seen the vulgar fireman. It was like Joey the vulgar fireman who goes out there and he goes, I just call it like I see him. And he goes, that's a black. And you're like, what? I'm not even kidding. He was, and he does all the fucking VFW gigs, man. Yeah, we, we had all those guys in Long Island, like the yeah. mailman who's I'm had from it. Jersey. Yeah, the, the mailman, mailman who's, who's had it. Like that type of guy who's like, pick up your fucking mail. I know it's EBT. And you're like, Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you? Yeah. You ever watch Dr. Dirty, though? I do find him actually really funny. Have you ever seen Dr. Dirty? I know he's a long time legend. Dirty uh, John Valby. Valby. He is very, by the way, yeah. it's inappropriate, but he's very funny. Yes. Yeah. It's very funny. He, I mean, he does some crazy shit. Out of control. Oh, bomb. <laughs> he does this, dude, he does this thing at Side Splitters in Tampa. He goes, Obamacare. How many assholes signed up for Obamacare? And he's playing the piano. I signed up Tampa, for it. I love it. And in Tampa, yeah. they're going wild. Yes. And it is, it is fun. I mean, listen, it is fun. At the gangbang. He's at that gangbang song. At the gangbang. Oh, it's great. I don't give a fuck. He goes, he has one where he goes like this. He goes, I fucked the food. He's talking about Thanksgiving. He goes, my family. He goes like, my Family's rude, and I fuck the food. Uh, that's undeniable. You, you can't at get mad point. at that. No. You can't get mad at that. That's what bros should have been. Right. What if bros was just gay? gays being racist, which we all know they can be. Right. Gays can be racist. Mm -hmm. Not me. But what if bros was just gentrifying <laughs> gay guys on the Citizen app mm -hmm. going, complaining about, you know, the turn things are taking? Would you see that movie? That might have been fun. That might have been fun. Just gay racist. <laughs> they were too worried. I think they were too worried in this movie to go all in. They should have went all in. Well, things now have to be, you know, ridiculous. I think things have to be crazy. So I think that, like, when you're doing a, a movie, things have got it. They got to rise to the time. So the times are so crazy. We just got out of this pandemic, and mm -hmm. it's crazy, and Trump was the president. Like, you got to put out a movie that's fucking nuts. Right. The trailer's got to be so over the top crazy that people literally have to go, I can't believe they made this. I got to get to this theater. I cannot before believe. Before they take it out. Yeah, if if people aren't going, I can't believe this was made. Right. They're not going to go see it. I got to say, they got to stop with this, like, because it's clear that people it didn't fail because people were homophobic, no. I think. But it's like, but that's not going to make me see it more. That's going to make me hate you more. You know, oh, they got to yeah. say, people didn't come to see it because they knew there was too much cum in this movie. Now I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go see the cum movie. Why did so many people watch Two Girls, One Cup? Right. No one really jerks off to that. No. But you've got to see it. It's a novelty. It's a right. novelty. Yeah. Show me the cum movie, I say. I think that's... What else is going on with you besides gay movies? <laughs> you have a child? Does that... Does that do, do you... Do you... Do you... Do you automatically love them? It's drugs. Yes, you do. It's not real love. Right. It's drugs. You're, it's evolution. You want to fucking try drugs? Evolution that keeps humans alive. You love them in this level that is, I'm a creep. Like, I stare at him when he goes to sleep. You're amazed he exists. I'm a, I kiss him on the lips. I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. i just like, it's You're wild. You're amazed at the, that yes. he exists. It's weird. But, I mean, love. I wish my parents felt that. We I'm sure they did for a period of time. Mm -hmm. In their defense, they're probably like, yeah, no one thinks that little baby becomes a podcaster and talks shit about us for seven years. Right. That tests anyone. Well, that's the kind of thing recently, me now having this kid, this is probably too serious, I kind of started looking back and being like, oh man, my stepdad used to beat the shit out of us. And I was just accepting that as normal. Would you ever hit the kid? No. 
Never. No, no. You just, you don't. I'm Would too... Greg Carluzzo. Yes. Do you, th- Rock right. him. Right in the face. Well, that's what I mean. Do you ever think of, you slip back in a Carluzzo, if the kid's acting up, you slip back in a Carluzzo, you're like, now you're getting fucked up. <laughs> and will you threaten oh. him like that? Will you be like, Greg Carluzzo, shitty comedian, New Jersey hack, is going to come out here and I'm going to hit you and then maybe mom. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Greg Carluzzo looks at his kid and goes, you think you're better than me? Yeah. And then just yeah. jams him up. My father punched me in the face once. I was in a backyard. Mm-hmm. I had ditched school for, I don't know. It wasn't cute anymore. Sure. It wasn't cute. Right. My father, I was with my friend Shay. I don't want to say his last name, but it is very funny. So I want to kind of say it. His name was Shay McGoolahan. It was Irish. It's fun. And we were sitting there and we were best friends. We were smoking pot and we were high. But the type of high where it's worn off and it's you just feel heavy mm-hmm. and it's not and you can't react. Yep. And we see my father's tan Mazda Navajo approaching, and we run. <laughs> we run into a yard, uh-huh. and my father chases us into a yard. Uh-huh. And I stand up and I went, "Hey, what's going?" And he doesn't say anything. He just decks me in the face. Uh-huh. I fall down. Uh, a guy comes running to the door and he's like, get out of here. And then my dad puts me in the car and drives me to the beach and just like screams at me in the car. He's like, you're driving me fucking nuts. Did you skit school again? Probably. Right. So it yeah, didn't work. That's right. A punch in the face doesn't work. I dropped out of community college. Yeah. Me he should have, he should have pulled over and go, do you want to be me? Right. Like he should have pulled over and go, I'm in a Mazda Navajo. <laughs> He goes, let me tell you how your life's going to work. Yeah. Take a look at me. I'm in this fucking car. You're a piece. Do you want to be, you know, yeah. that yeah. that might have been more effective. I'm so happy you're pulling up the Navajo. Because Pull up the Mazda Navajo. It. Oh, still looking good. Tan. Tan. <laughs> yeah. And I love my dad. He was a good dad, and I deserve that beating. Right. That punch. It wasn't but a beating. they didn't have the tools. They well, didn't know how. They didn't have Google. Now, they had to what, ask are, their what are the two? That was exactly my father's car. That's right awesome. there is exactly the car he jumped out of and punched me in the face. <laughs> Still moving. Yeah. What? Which? I, what can you get that for now? You could get that for about three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. I could get that for you later. I mean, it just might be fun to have it. Yeah. Because we so. were so afraid of that car. When you're high and you're a young kid and uh-huh. you're running around town, you're terrified of your parents' cars. My friend's mother had a green Taurus. The Chinese food delivery guy also had a green Taurus. Uh-huh. We were so happy when it was not her, it was him. And look, I'm an idea man, so you just got to listen to this. Yeah. Get rid of the desk, put a Navajo, you sit in the Navajo, and that's where you do the interview from. Listen, the show is evolving, maybe. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, that might not be the worst idea. You're I just. steering wheel the whole time. I broadcast from a Mazda Navajo. I don't know. Like, this guy's had a full mental break. I mean, it's a worst case scenario. What? You're out, what, 600 bucks? Yeah, it's not the worst idea. 1500 right now. Yeah, but you can talk to that guy. 1994 down. Navajo, my father's exact car, $1,600. By the way, you get that easily 500 bucks. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. 500 bucks, you get a Mazda Navajo. Navajo. But what are the tools now, instead of hitting the kids, it's never been articulated to me what the tools are that you as a parent would utilize. Well, I'm, I'm my kids one, so I haven't used any well, of them yet. Well, of course. But like, but like, well, I could say the tools, we have Google. Right. Right. So I'll tell you this with the shit with my one year old. Uh, I'm looking things up like I almost just gave my kid honey the other day. And my wife was like, what are you doing? Don't Google it. And I Googled it. You give a kid botulism. 
How the right. fuck would I know that? Who would know? Who would know that? You just you just hope to God. Back in the day, like, oh, your kid's teeth hurt? Put whiskey in their mouth. Yeah. It's like you just hope to God that you had neighbors who were smarter than you. And a lot of people didn't. I'm maybe thinking maybe I'll adopt a kid, but it's so hard. I know this straight couple trying to adopt, uh-huh. and they can't. Like, I'm thinking maybe down the line. Maybe down the line I'd want to, you know. This straight couple, they can't adopt every time they go to the end of the process. And the, the original parents go, we actually want it back. I know who you're talking about. This is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And we, it's the same people we're talking about. And it's really sad. Yeah. So for me, it's like, it's got to be difficult to go through that entire process. And then uh-huh. at the end, have somebody go, actually, we want the kid. I think you should adopt like a, like a slightly older kid. Some kid like who someone with a problem. Yeah, I think you're the yeah. perfect dad for someone to like. Yeah, to lose like, oh, this kid's smoking pot in third grade. You're like, well, now Tim Dillon's my dad. Yeah, and yeah, you should adopt a fan. That'd be hilarious. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're mentally well, but it's it, it's when can you when does adopting stop? Because that's an interesting. I think what eighteen. Po- yeah, but people will still adopt you at seventeen. That's no, crazy. No one will. No one will. Imagine we got a year. for a week. We have one, we have <laughs> six months together to make this work. Yeah. No. I mean, I would love to get adopted now. I was hang, hung out with some, I went, met some billionaire a few months ago. Yeah. And, and I was on his boat and I was like, dude, I'll be your kid. I know, but you know what? He would have never paid attention to you. That's how he made a billion dollars. Yep. Unless he inherited it, in which case he would have been aloof and weird, and he still would not have paid attention. But I think to he's now that he's got the money and he's kind of slowing down. He's he's realizing he's like that's what happens, right? And I I'm realize like, it. I'm like, yeah, hey, we've done well. I've made a lot of money, but you look at your life and you go, oh, I wish I had more relationships with people that I've let fall by the wayside, right? For you sure, you pick them up. You pick them up. Never too late. But you ever try to do this? this guy? Please. It's hard. Hard to pick it up. No, it's not. With old, sometimes it is. Sometimes, sure. Sometimes anything's anything. Sometimes it's hard Call to, someone. to pick it up. Who do you want to pick up? Call a friend. Yeah, it's true. And go, what are you doing? Yeah. I'd be happy to hear from you. Yeah. Everyone I know who yeah. knows you, actually knows you, yeah. loves you. Well, that's sweet. So. Yeah. Eat my ass. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was so happy to hear from you. No, for sure. And then the thing, too, I even felt bad because then you were like, you want to come to the pod? And I was like, man, we could also just. Grab kick a hamburger it. or something. I, know. I don't we care. Just, just to say hello, it. you know, whatever. Because wanted to see how you're doing, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. But this is great too. Like, this is also good. Matters. This is the same thing. Yep. We'd have the same conversations. Mm-hmm. Maybe more slurs. Way maybe more. more things that YouTube couldn't get. You know. But it's the same type of thing. Are you worried about the economy? You have a kid now, and everybody says you can get up articles about this. Everybody says that the economy is about to free fall the into economy. some type of. Like, this is all the financial people are, like, on YouTube. They're, like, the economy's about to experience some type of free fall that we've, like, never seen. The economy, money, none of that ever means anything to me because I was born broke. That's I right. I live broke. I know how to be broke. I like that. I'll be broke again. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I got a little bit of money. Right. And I'm, like, ah, this is perfect. This Fine. is great. I'll be all right. You know what I mean? I just need to make a little bit more money to pay for daycare. But now that's what sucks. With ca- Before I had my kid... It was like, ah, this is just like whatever. But now it's like, I love, oh, I love this article. Ready? This is a great article Maybe. here. This is the title Brief Recession or Complete Economic Collapse? What these Wall Street veterans think. It's so great. Yeah. Brief Recession or Complete Collapse? <laughs> yeah. well, which one? Death or Pick torture? Because there's probably people that are saying one, and then there's other people in the article saying the other. Brief, hey, brief recession, mm-hmm. complete collapse. Let me ask you Who this. Who knows? Elon Musk. Yeah. For or against this guy? 
I never know. I here's what I like. I like a lot of things about him. I mm-hmm. think he's a little bit of a carnival barker. I think he likes fame. Sure. I've said that on Joe's show. I think he likes stirring the pot. Um, I don't think anyone's going to Mars uh-huh. in our lifetime. I just don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, there was these tunnels he was going to build everywhere to make traffic better. I don't know where they are. But I think big picture idea-wise, I like that he likes free speech. I, there's a lot of things about him that I really like. I've met him. He's fun. He's done, you know, he's a nice guy. Like sure. I, I was at a New Year's thing. I had no business being at. Wow, you met Elon Musk. Yeah, That's I met fun. him. He's a not, you know, he's a, he's a really smart guy. Right. Brilliant guy. But there's like? there's part of him where I I kind of relate to part of him, which I'm like, maybe I shouldn't because I'm a comedian. Oh, right. So there's a level of me that looks at him and go, oh, we kind of want a similar thing. What and if, I'm like, that's not great. Yeah. yeah like I true. think he li- likes a little bit of the, the having fun. Right. He likes yeah. a little bit of it, the attention, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too powerful for that. You could change He's the world. So big and powerful, but I, I do think broad strokes good. Right. But little everyone has peccadillos. Some billionaires throw uh, kids into a volcano. <laughs> he wants. People to laugh at his tweets. It's it's not the worst. Yeah. By the way, it's not the worst thing a billionaire's done. Mm-hmm. Billionaires. What's the worst thing a billionaire's done? <sighs> what do you think? God, I don't know. I mean, I mean probably like- genocide. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's got to be the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're just wiping out massive numbers of people for your own right. business yeah. interests. I guess the worst thing to find a billionaire is done is probably pretty easy if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's, I mean, you know. They're not doing enough hilarious stuff, though. Yeah. That's the problem. I did like that the Amazon guy tried to fly the moon in a penis. It should have been a bigger penis. Yeah. And it should have, you know, but. What the, uh, what was it called again? That, his ship, his his spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. But like, they're not doing enough fun bits. Bezos is embracing the villain, which I like. He's embracing it. He's going, listen, I'm bald. I'm taking everybody's jobs, now going to be a drone. <laughs> yeah. No matter who, your aunt worked at fucking Safeway, packing macaroni salad, that's going to be a robot. The drone is going to take the macaroni salad. Your Thanksgiving pie is going to get delivered by just like a, a, a predator drone that's going to drop it to you. Nobody's going to work anymore. Nobody needs to. I'm going to own all of the grocery stores, all of the retail stores. You're never going to have to leave your house. Strip malls, all that shit. Commercial real estate's going to tank. Everything will be Amazon warehouses. I think that's kind of his vision. Yeah. So you can't be that guy and also not embrace the yacht, the hose. Uh-huh. Like, embrace it. His, also, I can't stop shopping. Yeah, his success right. is kind of predicated a little bit on everybody you know kind of losing a job. Right. Everybody you That's know. Funny. But it's not villainy enough, man. Yeah. How okay. about Bezos <laughs> building with your head on it? That, they have but a layer. The way, Where's his layer? That's coming. They when? have layer. He has a layer. He has He's a layer? Got multiple layers. But you, you can't tell. It looks like a real nice house with a couple bricks no, or a statue. No, some of them get weird. Weird? I want to see Jeff Bezos holding this, like Jesus' skull. Get, get Jeff Bezos' house. Some of them get where you start going. It's a little Tony Stark. It's a little. I want some Dr. Doom shit. Yeah, go Wear to a cape. I mean, some of them are right there, 165 mil up there, that house right there. I mean, yeah, it's still respect, but right. that's, you know, that's, you're doing it at that point. Jeff Bezos needs to come out in a black cloak and a monocle and just go, this is who I am now. But here's the thing. They, we don't want to dare them to do it because they will do it. That's kind of fun. Like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> right. they will do it. We will see trillionaires in our lifetime. Yeah. We will see people that have more money, and we're already seeing it than entire GDPs uh. of countries. 
we are going to see people, we're going to see a level of luxury mm -hmm. that people are living in. We're already seeing space tourism. People going, I want to get to space. Yeah. All the while, we're also seeing like a lot of other crazy shit happening in the inner cities where people can't get clean water. You're seeing these guys go, we're kind of tired of this planet. Yeah. They're, that's kind of what they're doing. Like all the, the big billionaires now, they're like, listen, the, the, the billionaires in the past weren't great either, but they built railroads, they built schools. They used to do cool shit. Yeah. The, these guys now are kind of like, to be honest, we're a little bored with Earth. <laughs> Let's just a right. little bored. What are we gonna do? We're gonna buy another house in Malibu. I know. Buy another house in the, another Hawaiian island. Who cares? We're bored. Get us out of here. They're trying right. to leave the planet. Got to a shittier planet. They're trying to leave the planet. And listen, one of the, my favorite things is like they always ask people. Like they always bring scientists and all these weird people together and go, "Where's climate change gonna hit?" Because we want to be somewhere else. Yeah. So they start building compounds. Mm. I know a big realtor who says they all want compounds with. They're on water aquifers. They want 50, 100 acres of land. They're all going to Montana. Uh, they're all going, why do you think they're going to Montana? They're going to Yellowstone. I didn't know that. Who, I don't know what you're talking about. Going to Wyoming. They're going to Montana? Billionaires. Really? Billionaires. They want space and they want compounds. Yeah. That's what they're doing. That sucks. Oh, that guy's a fucking. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's Larish. I mean, that's Hogwarts. That's nice. It's a where like he would it. live. It is a Hogwarts. No, I want to walk in. It's all like metal. You want the dark. Razor House. Go, but this is where Alicia Keys live. Go to the Razor House. Razor House is in La Jolla in San Diego. Where who I know Alicia you. Keys? Yeah, she lived there. Swiss Beats and her live there. Go, go to the Razor House. This is where you want them to live. Look at the Google image of the Razor House right here. That's what you want. The Razor House. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like that type of just stone and glass. Google Mustafar. This is where I want to be. This is where I think Jeff Bezos should be. Interesting. M-U-S-T. Where is this? Mustafar. Well, you'll see. Okay. Um, this is the kind of shit. This is where people, this is where, this is where Darth Vader lives. <laughs> it's, it's just a lava. I forget what, how much of a nerd you are, which I love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, a lava home. Well, I they, want a lava home that yeah. is cold. There's no windows and yeah. there's no one else on the planet. Yeah. Just death. And it your is own tough. darkness. It is tough because you don't want to hate Bezos, but it's like, here's what I look at. Here's what right. I think about every now and then. And maybe it's better. Maybe what he's doing is better because you walk into a supermarket and you see somebody with Down syndrome and they're making, <laughs> like they're putting the potato salad in the thing. Uh -huh. And you say to yourself, maybe they shouldn't have to do this. Mm -hmm. And maybe Bezos is going to free them from that. Right. And, or you'll see a woman who's like 100. Mm -hmm. she's really old, mm -hmm. and they'll be like, she's worked here 47 years, and we love Irma. Yeah. And and Irma celebrated her 40th year with the H-E-B grocery chain last year. She's seen her kids go to jail, and her husband's, two husbands die, and she's just still walking with a hump where she's almost fully a, 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 a fucking L. horseshoe. An upside down L. And she's just walking around the mm. deli counter. And have you ever asked any of those people for help? Because it's sad and it's hard, but sometimes you need to find something. And you ask one of those people for help, and it's literally like, they're like, oh. <laughs> and you go, hi, do you have any pepper jack? And they go, oh. and they're just emerging 
from like this very <laughs> scary, sad place that you're and you're like, and they're because they, at, at that moment they were in like some days, and she's remembering when she could dance and when the president wasn't black or whatever. And she's she then comes out of it and she goes, and then a lot of times they'll just point. She just goes, and then she just keeps going. Yeah. And it's hard. So maybe grocery store, because some of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. have been in American chain grocery stores. I've, I have seen things in a Publix mm -hmm. that have should that have shivered. I'm a cokehead. My mother's a schizophrenic. Um, I was a closeted gay guy. I was 25. I was a drunk. I had a house that foreclosed on. I was a mess, right? Mm -hmm. And those things are still in my head. And I hung out and crack. I've seen, like, people in, in, not at their best. Mm -hmm. Let's just say yeah. I've seen people that are not at their best. Sure. My mother's still lying in a bed, like, out, out of it and all that shit. And I deal with it with humor, and I try to do it, but it's, it's fucked up. The things I've seen in a Publix outside of Orlando have scared me on a level where, like, I go, maybe Bezos isn't wrong to just get rid of this. Right. To just eliminate it to where, because the things I've seen, mm -hmm. the types of people that just emerge. When you say eliminate, you mean, uh, how are you? It just comes, <laughs> the food just comes. You don't see a guy... Who's dope? Oh, up. I thought you meant eliminating them as people. I saw a guy in public just, no, I don't mean eliminate them as people, but I saw a guy in the public, the sunken in eyes, mm -hmm. blue. He comes out, he's still got his hood. You know, you see the thing where they're they're half dressed like they're working at the deli counter, but then they also have the hoodie. Yeah. And he comes in with the hoodie. There's a hood and he's tatted up and he's got to put on the plastic bags yeah. on his, and you're trying not to look at the hands because you go, oh, I don't want to look at those. Don't touch my hand. You don't want to yeah. look at the things and the arms because there's things that have happened maybe. And he's just kind of out of it and he's like, What's up, man? and he's just scooping stuff and he's trying to weigh it out. And you go like, you go like, this is, this is tough. Yeah. 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 This is tough. Yeah. This is tough for him because it's his first job. Out of rehab. Yeah. It's and he's still Dude. and and he relapsed three hours ago and he's fucked up. And he's in a Publix and you're staring at him and you go, Hey man, I'd like this, I'd like that. And he's just staring at you. And so some of those things I do where I see mentally impaired people working and I go, they shouldn't have to work. Right. And everyone goes, No, they like it. That's our country. It's like they they actually like it gives them a sense of purpose. Does does it? Sure. But I've seen some things in those stores where I go, if that's what he's eliminating, it's okay. Maybe right. it's okay. Maybe everyone just needs a stipend that can live in their house. Nobody really likes jobs. I think food and that shit should just be easier to get. I mean, it's crazy. Does that anyone want to work at Marshall's? Does anyone want to deal with me working, walking in going, <laughs> do you? where's the big and tall? And they go, I don't know, dude. It's a few shirts on the floor. <laughs> Find it or not. It's like, does anyone want that gig? Yeah, but get the robots those jobs. I want a robot to size me up at a fucking... yeah. You yeah, look at this. It. Look at this. Great. Blood-covered man walks into Florida Publix after stabbing two people. It's where people go yep. when they're at their lowest point. I just found out about Publix. I never really knew about it. Yeah. I've just been informed of this. And they have a great clubs. Their sandwich is fine. It's okay. People make way too much out of the Publix club. Uh -huh. it, you know, it's chicken and whatever and sauce. They, they put it in a bag. They take sure. the chicken cutlets and cut them up. They put them in a bag with, like, ranch and buffalo sauce. And mm -hmm. then they shake it. And then a woman, like, shakes it. And then she pours it onto a very soft bun and rolls it up. And, it, you know, listen, it's not the worst thing in the world, but people really get excited about this. 
And maybe if Bezos is getting rid of this, like maybe if he doesn't want this anymore. Are you saying getting rid of them as people or, or giving no, them money so they can survive? You keep saying getting rid of them as people. I'm they, just confused on what you're saying. Is he eliminating them as like. As workers. Oh, okay. So, so in a good way. Mullen used to always oh, tell me about this Lux, fully luxury automated communism or whatever where UBI they all just UBI right. they all just get look man shot by deputy after trying to enter Green Acres Publix while armed has died I mean so it's like it, it, it maybe we don't need this anymore yeah no I agree maybe it's gotten to a point mm-hmm. where Bezos in his wisdom has gone how many more stabbings do you want to see <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many more trails of blood in yeah. the frozen aisle uh-huh. do you really want to see before we're done? Mm-hmm. And if that's the goal, and also these retail stores, nobody buys any clothes. If you buy clothes in a store now, you're like a freak. Oh, Most boy. people buy them online. I go to DXL, the fat store. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's bad, and that's why I just hired a trainer. I don't want to go to that store anymore. Yeah. You see guys that are 500 pounds. They just, they get this big shirt. It's like a 7X. It's just like a tent that goes on them. And then it just has like the Ralph Lauren polo logo that they've blown up to 7X. It's pixelated. It's the it's pixelated. It's the biggest polo. You can't even yeah. tell it's a horse. You don't know what kind of animal it is. You can't tell it's a guy on a polo horse. Yeah. And it's just this big guy and he's waddling around. And he's always got like some... Somebody with him, yeah, kind of like a wife-ish thing, like a woman there who's like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tough. That's why the fat activist movement, like, I don't think fat people should be disrespected, but like, it's hard. Right. When I watch a nineteen-year-old kid walking in DXL and he's a big boy, yeah, and they're trying to, and and his mom's got there because they're trying to make him feel good for the prom, mm-hmm. and he comes in and he's big, and he knows that prom night's not ending with pussy. Mm. He knows that no matter how good he looks, and the mom will say cute things. She'll be like, well, this is for the ladies. And he's like, listen, I have a rash. I have a rash on my inner thigh. I have pustules. You know what they are? They're exploding and goo is dripping down my thigh. And the mom will always be like, you can look good for the ladies. And he's like, okay. And he's got this like 5X, 4X thing. It's hard. And yeah. I know me and you, we like to eat. Sure. But it is difficult. So maybe that short store should not exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they could help out, that'd be great. It, it's always a very friendly, like, Jamaican woman when I walk in. She's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm still here. You let me know if you need anything. Yeah. Oh, you look good in that. I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. But she's sweet. Yeah. So maybe it's like instead of getting mad about Bezos, it's like maybe the things that he's taking away, we would just be better off in our houses. Sure. Yeah. Maybe not. No, I I agree. I have nothing more to add. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a it's just, it's just like commerce yeah. in America is not fun. Right. Commerce is not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing, like, if you're hot. Well, it's addiction now. If you're hot and rich, everything's fun. Yeah, yeah. And you could go to Christian Dior, and they're like, oh, do you want the sweater? And you go, yes. But for most people, going out and trying to find anything, it's just not a good time. Dude, I had to get this outfit for this TV thing I was doing, and everything looked bad because I'm fat. And it was not the jacket. I was like, I just don't look at leather jackets. It's like, right. no, you don't. It's yeah. not the jacket, dude. You just got to get some kind of sheepskin to cover your whole fucking body. It, there's a point where, and it's just not a good point, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in, the, in the life of a body, uh-huh. 
where, and the shirt right now I have on doesn't mm-hmm. even, like, it's bunching and weird, and it doesn't, like, it's, like, not. Mm-hmm. There's a time when a body begins to reject the garment. Yeah. <laughs> the body rejects the garment. The body goes, no. Yeah, we can't. This is a 3X. My body doesn't care. <laughs> it will not It will not sit on me in an appropriate way. We're not going to help you look better. Yeah. Get your shit together, well, they man. Go, we can't. A shirt's not supposed to be this. So they go, we've added fabric and we've added elastic, but it's not going to fall on you. So the saddest thing, and I've done this, is mm. watching fat people try to look good because the yeah. clothes themselves just actually don't work well you know who pulls it off and says bring this back and they don't pull it off because i can't ever yes do this but you give me a new jersey fat fucking italian yes they have yes. their look they wear their thing they have it and they do it and there are women that want that yes not me but i know if i wear an adidas track suit a cop is going to come up to me and ask me for a little for, for taste yeah you know what i mean so yeah. I, I can't do it you know what i mean but like they they are pulling off fat. There's not a lot. DJ also, Khaled can do he it because he's a bazillionaire too. and yeah. he can do it. But here's the thing. If DJ Khaled couldn't dress the way he dressed, if he had to work at Geico, yeah. it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Because DXL is not DJ Khaled. What's it, DXL? You keep it's the fat stuff. store. I don't know. I remember uh, tall and fat. Oh, no, that was. Uh, it's that. Yeah, yeah. It's tall and fat. Tall and fat. They call Melon. it. They used to call it casual male. Now they call it DXL. Oh, there I we are. Casual Bring male. that up. Bring that up. Solve for fit. By the way, expertly Solve. crafted, built better, designed to fit. Solve for fit. It's an equation. This is an equation. Fat. F I T. Look at this. Look at this. We don't just size up. We size right. And right. these are. By the way, even the models. In DXL, it's like half of them are dead. Some of them are like doing active. <laughs> some of them are like doing active things, but not really. Like it'll be three guys standing by a campfire. Yeah. It's still weird, dude. It's it's one of the reasons. Like, look at that right here is a perfect example. Just four morbidly obese guys <laughs> on a beach. Just, just one passed out. In just the fire. four really fat guys that decided yeah. to start a bonfire. I've <laughs> never had a fat friend of mine call me and go, "Let's start a bonfire on the beach." Yeah. It's like let's go nowhere near the beach. Yeah. Fully clothed. At DX now, I remember DXL. My bad, my bad. My you bad. know what this is. Yeah, I did. I do. I do, of course. I buy my clothes at Target now. Yeah, that's good too. Target and all that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. You know what I mean? But it's like the the experience for most people in the retail world. Yeah. It's not fun. I just want to go in and get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I buy a shirt that looks great. I look at a picture of myself and I go, who let you out of the house? It's like old divorcees selling perfume. That's fine. It's just, you know, young foreign women trying to get you excited. The old department store used to be fun. Oh, it used to be. You go into a Sears, you get a refrigerator, a car stereo. Yeah. You talk to some guy about a diamond ring. It was great. It's all dead now. It's all dead. You walk into a place. First of all, every mall you walk into, there's a Dick Sporting Goods. It's massive. Yeah. You walk through that, and then you go to, like, some department store. Everyone's uptight. You can't sit yeah. on anything. They start yelling at you. You know, it's a, you're, it's in some decaying mall. You shuffle in. You look at you look at a chair. They're like it's nine hundred dollars. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I went into a I went into a Macy's like a last week. Yeah, and I was like, I gotta buy a gun. <laughs> I should just carry a gun. 
for them or for me for somebody. Yes, you know it's, what I mean? com- it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's all coming. coming. You, I can't. Yeah. I got to defend my family. This is the sign. Yeah, you know, Jesus. Christ. How many? You know what I think about DXL is how many Capital Riders? Because <laughs> that's a real DXL commercial. Like how many Capital Riders were in DXL <laughs> gear? Yeah. How many of those guys were just? That's the real commercial, right? Solve yeah. for fit. Solve. Change your country. Solve for the capital. What else? Man, what else it. are you excited about? Well, I'm here doing Corden. I'm doing Corden tomorrow. How fucking awesome is that? Yeah, I'm excited about that. That I, is I, amazing. People say I have completely given up on my dreams. Yes. Uh, they say don't stop believing. I say stop believing. Right. Once you stop believing, yeah. Then people go, hey, well, now right. they do it. So just give up on everything. Well, you've always been you insanely shit. funny. You're one of the funniest guys to hang out with. No, oh, that's very sweet. Um, everybody follow you. Friday Night Greg, I have a podcast. Can I do that? No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have a podcast, Friday Night Greg. I, I need to start paying for health care for my kid. So if you could listen to that. Don't, it's not even, don't, don't even listen to it because you're entertaining by it. No. Just know that just a child listen to it because it's the right daycare. thing to do. It's the right listen. <laughs> It's the right thing to do. There's a kid. And if you're ever in town, I'd love to have you come on. No, I'm going to be in town. But you also don't have to come do it either. I just like to be around. I'd love to be on. I'm in town more often now. Yeah. I love when you're in New York. We'll do it. But now I I agree with Bezos a little bit now where it's like, all right, maybe (laughs) I I got it. As long as the people are given money. Yeah. If the people are given money, because I think if you told that old woman, it's on us. I saw a guy come out of it. It was just, I was a stop and shop, and he came out. I have a distinct memory of this. I was like six or seven. He comes out. He had elephantitis or titus out of his face. He had like a giant horrible. No, he had like a giant yeah. elephant tusk. Right. And the manager came running and went, "You got to go back!" And like threw him back into the like he was like cutting meat or whatever. Right. You know, he was in like a thing. And I remember being like, it was horrifying for me. But then also the knowing now it's like, yeah, man, they would force. They wouldn't let that guy leave. The cold storage of the AMP. What did he want to do? Just bleed out? He just wanted to see humans. Oh. He wanted to see people. He came out, bleed out. I thought he was just going to like make a laceration, try to <laughs> drain his head. That's the one of the worst diseases is There's the elephantitis. Worse. Yeah. That's a rough. Any complaint you have in life. Right. Is immediately. Imagine. But that's out. maybe why we need to keep these doors open so you can go and see people with elephantitis and go, right. things are fine. And the thing too is, the more you see them, I used to think that's uh, midgets. Is that not the right word? I don't know. Little, dwarves, little I apologize. Yeah, uh, so, no, little no, guys, no. little fellas. Just says bros. Yeah, <laughs> call them bros. bros. We just call them bros. I, I used to be like weird, but the more they got in the comedy, and the more you see people around, now I'm seeing hot ones, and I'm like, oh fuck, a bunch of these. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just need to see well, more of all this. You're married now, so well, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm like in prison. I look out, yeah. and I will fuck anything. Yeah. I, not. Literally doing right, it, but of course. in my mind. Yeah, no, there are, there are, there are, uh, did you look up hot midget? We got them looking up hot midgets. Smoking hot. No, there's tons of little people that are very attractive. Right, you just got to get used to it. I didn't like Asians. They have a DXL, and I don't know what it is, but I want to find it. Like, they absolutely have a DXL. There's got to be a little a people. A little XL. A, there's a tiny XL. I just like to argue that, uh. Uh, I just said uh, I used to not like Asians and didn't get to finish the sentence. Oh, sorry. So I sorry, just yeah. threw that into the world. No, 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 no. Keep, go- keep, keep <laughs> going. Funny. I didn't even hear it. Keep Only because. Go- what was it about them? The organized? They were, it seemed organized? 
No, but like, my, then I met my wife. And then all of a sudden, right. I started seeing eight. I go, now they're all so hot to me. You have right. to be around. You I have like to you open got, your eyes. I met my wife, and then I started seeing Asians. I never saw them before. And then you open your eyes. <laughs> well, you yeah. were Greg Carluzzo. Yeah, he didn't like it. Greg Carluzzo doesn't Greg see Stone. Asians. Married one. Greg Stone is a, is a father of an Asian baby. <laughs> kind of. Right? Kind of. No, yes, is. Where, my son is Asian. Where is the social media people to follow you? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Greg F. Stone. Greg F. Stone. Yeah, Greg F. Stone. Just type, if you just type Greg Stone comedian. Yes. That's how you get it, you know, in Google. You know what I mean? Yes, very but good. I All appreciate. Right. We'll see you soon. I'm going to Romania, but then we'll be back. Thank you, folks. Good night.